Good morning and welcome to another episode of What's Going On, your monthly market update with Discovery. Today I'm joined by Anne-Marie Tipu, manager of the Discovery Flexible Property Fund. Anne-Marie, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, Yashin. It's great to be talking to you. So Anne-Marie, property as an asset class seems to have developed a poor reputation. Even before COVID, property wasn't doing particularly well. And some would argue that the pandemic has permanently changed the market dynamics of both commercial and residential property. If we rewind to 2018, looking at the JSE listed property index, the market crashed quite severely. And you could say that the market has been in bear territory since then. What would you say has been the primary driver of this? And how did things change because of COVID? Yes, you're quite correct. The property market has seen quite a tough time over the last five years. And I think owing to two things, the one being quite idiosyncratic, very um, uh, company-specific in the property market, and then the second being more uh, systemic, and that being obviously of COVID. So let me start with, as you pointed out, the 2018 uh, debacle, let's put it that way, where we had a group of companies come under pressure because of some skepticism around their the way they did the accounting and the way they presented themselves to the market. Um, and unfortunately, the market at that time had really bid up the prices of those companies. So kind of many of them were trading at two times book, which is uh, seems ludicrous if you think about it. Why would I be paying um, two times the value of a my house or a property building or an office block, but that's what we were doing for for these companies. And so when this some of this news or some of the speculation came to light, um, a lot of those property companies devalued or derated, as we would say, and actually they just derated to trading at book, which is a far more reasonable um, measure for them in the first place. Right. But that was the first kind of leg down in the property market, and it did obviously spur a lot of questioning around the the practices. The positive there is that a lot of companies then kind of introspected um, and even the industry did a lot of introspection and came out with the uh, second edition of the SAREIT best practice recommendations. And so now we have a lot more standardization in the market, a lot better reporting and a lot more uh, practices which are sustainable in nature. And so I think that's a real plus for the market. So when you're investing in property now, you're actually getting property returns. You're getting the rental income that the tenant is paying and not any other financial engineering. So from that little kind of drawdown in 2018, we've actually seen some positive fruit and the the kind of stabilization and foundation for a very sustainable kind of growth future. The second part, as you pointed out, to this bear bear situation that we find ourselves in is obviously COVID. Now, the world has seen lots of um, kind of recessions or um, market uh, drawdowns or pullbacks um, in its history, but very few of them and potentially none in our lifetime have resulted in us not being able to use real estate assets. Um, And so it is quite a unique situation where we had shopping malls empty, office blocks empty, um, and obviously a a whole plethora of other uh, real estate assets empty as well. And that was quite unique. And the worry at that time was, well, will we ever use these assets again? I think if we look at how we are using assets at the moment or how we're frequenting shopping malls, I just look at the V&A and the V&A, it feels like it's December or the V&A waterfront in Cape Town mm. feels like it's December already. It feels like at least retail assets definitely we're seeing uh, a return to what we would have experienced 
pre-pandemic, um, and and the stats coming from those those shopping malls, etc., are, are are good as well. Um, so so retail's a little bit better and or doing a lot better, and then obviously office has been the the continued drag um, on the sector, um, and that kind of drawdown we saw during COVID was really a question of um, are these assets worth what they what we have been valuing them at in the books of these property companies? Because are we going to use them in the same way in the future? Are people going to go to offices? Do we need offices? Um, and I think that question still hangs in the air. So the valuation kind of question around office blocks still hangs in the air. But one thing we know about people is we need each other, right? We like talking to each other. We like right. interacting. Um, and so, yes, I think proper, uh, office blocks or commercial property will be needed in the future. But potentially, there's a little bit of a different way um, in which we can we, in which we can use them. And then, obviously, our South African, um, our, our unique South African circumstances, aka uh, load shedding, <laughs> also right. makes uh, the office block quite an attractive uh, feature in the life of a company. So, I think. Property remains a good investment. And because of actually those two, the first being idiosyncratic, the first being systemic um, kind of reasons for the drawdown, we've actually kind of seen um, good reasons for investing in property, um, return to sustainability um, and good practices in the property sector. And then we've seen the kind of the resilience of, of real, real assets um, in the market as well. Are there certain areas that you would say have been net gainers or net losers, for example, is Santon City still in high demand? Are there other areas like Waterfall City in Joburg or Century City in Cape Town that are particularly noteworthy? Yes. So, I mean, that's a very interesting question. Obviously, um, our company is based in Cape Town and the Western Cape has generally been a net gainer um, uh, uh, through the pandemic and and, and and kind of the real estate, um, both residential and commercially, and continues to be a net winner in that regard. Um, in Gauteng, um, interesting dynamics there. Um, Santon has been severely under pressure, particularly in the commercial space, so the office, office space. Um, when the retail space, obviously, we saw Santon City take quite a knock, um, but has recovered substantially in the last few months um, and is trading very well. But those office assets, mm, there's still a question mark there. <laughs> um, more recently, though, we've seen some positive data. And when I talk more recently, I'm talking literally the last three months. So we're holding thumbs that those kind of that anecdotal data and those green shoots persist. So things like um, redefined properties, for example, they own a number of those assets um, around the Gau train and further away from the Gau train in Santon. They're saying their uh, vacancy rates in, in Santon have decreased drastically, especially around the around the Gau train. And actually what we've called ghost vacancies or shadow vacancies, where big um, uh, tenants actually don't need all the space they have uh, they've rented from landlords have tried to rent out the space they're not using, those are getting filled up too. So we don't actually have that much shadow vacancy or um, ghost vacancy in Santon either. I think um, many people have also anecdotally talked about traffic picking up going in, into Santon as well. Obviously not at the levels that it was uh, before the pandemic. Right. Um, but that also tells us that there's a little bit of, a little bit more a little bit more action there. 
we're in the process of really examining what's happened to traffic patterns and visiting office nodes because of load shedding. Um, one of the reasons offices exist is to provide um, employees with the tools and the kind of uh, spaces necessary to conduct the work that is needed to be executed. And uh, load shedding, unfortunately, uh, puts a, uh, provides a hindrance to that at home. And so many people find themselves coming into the office just to make sure that they're able to meet their clients <laughs> without any kind of uh, Wi-Fi or connectivity issues, et cetera. And I think um, it's not, it won't just be because load shedding, because of load shedding that people continue to come into the office. I myself, um, so it's a very personal story, I'm quite an introvert, so I like being by myself. But can I tell you, the moment I started coming back into the office, I, was, I remembered, oh, I really enjoy the people I work with. I really like the energy. Actually, it's almost in our line of work a lot more efficient to be in the office because I don't have to set up a meeting to call someone. I just walk over to somebody's desk and have a quick chat and it's two minutes to sort out an issue. And so you kind of get reminded of why being in the office can actually be beneficial. So. I think that we're starting to see positive trends there, uh, as I say, early days and load shedding, providing a bit of a catalyst and reminding employers and employees why office space can be a good thing um, and, and is a good thing. I think we're going to continue to see the office space dynamics change. You know, how we use the space may change. So it may not be in the formats, those traditional formats continuously. Um, but it's actually quite exciting to see that. Mm. Sorry, and I've, I've gone back into the office story and you were asking me about nodes. So Santon, yes. Um, Santon, we're seeing um, we're seeing a pickup there. Waterfall is obviously a very interesting, interesting example. Um, and it's the kind of, it's the, almost the new Santon and the new uh, uh, Century City precinct, right? These, these precincts that it's quite hard to recreate them or create them from scratch because the space and the space isn't necessarily there in a lot of these um, urbanized areas and waterfall provides that. Um, and you're seeing that already. So the, that kind of um, critical mass of services um, and, and easy ingress and egress or, or accessibility for people living in that area. Um, and so that node um, uh, has been doing well and I think will will continue to do well as uh, as well. Brilliant. I think to sum up, a lot to look forward to in the property market. To our listeners, if you do have any questions, please email us at retirementfunds.co.za. Otherwise, thanks very much for joining us and we'll see you next time.